Hey everybody, how you doing? Coach here. Man, I hope you guys really enjoyed Thanksgiving, family and friends, and that is if you partake. If I'm talking to anybody that maybe is outside of the United States or Canada, maybe you guys don't, but maybe you, you had a great weekend anyway, or you have a great weekend planned. You know, I was thinking the other day and I thought I would bring it to the channel. For many of us living this day and age, I believe it is, comparatively speaking, incredibly mentally taxing, just existing in this day and age. I really believe that all media, I believe all pandemic and the speed of which life has to seem to exist nowadays, I think it's really uh, a major league tax on the mind, body, and spirit compared to maybe when we were growing up or when our parents were growing up, maybe not quite the speed. There's always been those stressors and what we're talking about here today would apply back then as well. But the speed at which we get bombarded, I think is uh, what a lot of people find grueling, you know, the grind, so to speak. But now the grind is made out of, seems like razor blades and it's just a, a heck of a lot more taxing. Well, today we're talking about those landscape ideas that can create an escape for you, an escape in the backyard where it's not family outdoor space. This is personal outdoor space. It is a retreat. It's a place that at various times of day and certainly, hopefully, at least three seasons out of the year, you can go out there and decompress in an environment that is custom made for you. And everybody's idea of relaxation is going to vary but we're going to we're going to throw some ideas around here and we are going to talk about these intimate spaces that are created for just you and maybe one other person not necessarily banning everyone but they're really yours today i'm discussing these landscape vignettes that give you a place to relax, a place to unwind, and basically small intimate landscape areas that are just for you. Join me, please, won't you? Hey, I'm Matt, you can call me coach. Every Friday I bring with me landscape DIY education, concepts and theories, ideas and solutions, so you guys can go out and tackle a landscape project yourself, get professional results, save a whole lot of money in the process, and in this day and age, be a lot more self-reliant. Man, after a 20 plus year career in the green industry, I'm bringing with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you guys, the new, modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. Hey, busy weekend holiday, huh? You know, everybody traveling about, seasons sure have changed now my gosh i'm down in i'm down in the southeast of these here united states while i'm recording this we're looking at temps tomorrow that are supposed to be in the mid 40s and lows in the mid to low 20s yeah there you go it ain't summer no more is it hey on task these spaces that i want to uh, talk about today these spaces i speak of can obviously be indoors as well for some of you if it's not, if landscaping is not your forte or you don't want to take something on. But I'm really speaking to the outdoor or semi-outdoor, which I'll explain in a minute, and finish to your needs of escape from the rest of the whole world, even if it is just in your own backyard, even if it was just for 30 minutes or an hour. When thinking about these small nooks, 
One must understand them from the perspective of intimacy and are not meant for public consumption and public use. And when I say public, I mean it's not necessarily made for the kids. It's not necessarily made for doggo and mother-in-law and cousins and brothers. This is your space. This is where you go. And I think in this day and age, everybody needs that disconnect for just a little while. Just a little while. You know, when family come to visit and that kind of thing, you choose, obviously, who you want to, you know, enter into this small space. But generally, hey... Maybe it's just you and your significant other at best, that type of thing. It is 100% personal outdoor space solely designed for your soul's regeneration, a place for becoming you again and not that automaton from work or that soccer mom that's been had her whole Saturday taken up with kid stuff. For the dude who's been doing the second overtime shift, for you healthcare workers that are just pushed to the max, and by doing this, you guys get recreated a little bit and you're able to be uh, better, better to interact with your family, your friends, your neighbors, etc. How important is that in this day and age? But these landscape vignettes are only as good as the surroundings you live in. Keep that in mind. If you have horrible neighbors, and we've been there, Maestro and I have certainly been there, a very loud or busy street, chronic barking dogs next door or behind you, it will really diminish the ability to use these areas to the fullest. Wouldn't you agree with me on that? Imagine being able to uh, get home and shed the work clothes and enjoy a, a 30 minute or one hour escape where you just do you. What a treat, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't that be just fantastic? Maybe just, uh, you know guys, I love you, but I'm, I'm Going to my hidey hole for just a, a few minutes, I'll be back. Maybe not every day will make this time available. I mean, granted, we are in some fast times, but that's when you have to decide your priorities. Being at your best causes a domino effect that cascades to all other facets of your life. Maybe as a better parent, a spouse, a friend, an employee, an employer, it can really just make a better you. So here are some examples of landscape areas I have designed and used in jobs and some others that I have seen and heard of. Uh, you know, these are compiled in my, my top three or four over the last 20 years. Just as a side note, this is important for anybody who listens or watches me. I try really, really hard not to use the word space. Oh no. You hear that word so often when discussing design stuff on TV or, or YouTube, it makes a better space. It's using the space why I don't like that word anymore. I think it's, I think it's just ground into the dirt. That's both for interior and exterior point of views. I think it's critically overused, in my humble opinion. So you'll find me using other terms. Almost all landscapes have your proverbial patios, lawns, garden beds, tree, etc. This is common everyday approach, you know, that basically fills the residential landscape bill. Many folks do not express themselves much more than these basic elements, maybe because their priorities are elsewhere. And you know something? That's okay. 
because what my job here is is to give you ideas on which to run on and a little bit of runway to take off. But giving it some thought, if you just give it a little extra thought, you can have areas that have just your name on it. Imagine, imagine a divided off space that has decorative stained six by six posts with a wonderful single, double, or triple hammock. Maybe two outdoor Bluetooth speakers that your own relaxation music can be played through from your phone. Add in a good book and a glass of wine. Wow, there you go. And uh, I think, at least at Weed Patch Ranch, before Maestro and I sold, we had a couple little areas like that. They were mostly uh, sit and have a glass of wine with the pondless waterfall out front. But it, it was such a huge area, the intimate space was somewhat limited. I think my intimate space, when I had it, was a combination of my shop and my vegetable garden, and those were my two escape areas. But here, in the maybe the smaller residential neighborhood realm, you know, these other areas, and you don't need them very big. You can have them less than 15 by 15 in some cases, depending on how you want to construct it. Here's another idea, or maybe a, uh, a custom outdoor shed, maybe by Tough Shed or a private builder or whatever. And then you have those beautiful uh, bi or tri-fold front doors that open up, and inside you have put your touch to it, maybe girl touch, maybe guy touch, maybe combo touch. And then outside you've put together a pondless waterfall or other water feature, which could be viewed from the comfort of like a couple fancy recliners. Maybe have a mini fridge inside the shed and your favorite beverage, maybe a big screen, you know, so you can replay the, the big game or a movie you missed because of work, or maybe just a good book. <laughs> Whoa. There you go. Lastly, another idea I saw recently was uh, taking some water lines from the house, both hot and cold, and uh, running them out to a nice repurposed, refurbished clawfoot tub and having a secluded bath retreat surrounded with lights and comfortable sitting chairs and a lounge. You know, obviously a hot water source would be needed but certainly it would be less and a lot more intimate than a big six-person hot tub that maybe everybody in the fam goes and jumps in every once in a while. And those big six-person hot tub and all that goes with those things like the concrete pad, electrical permits, labor, etc. You know, the clawfoot tub might be a, a slightly more intimate and less costly endeavor. Now, some considerations I want to impress upon you uh, have to be considered when creating these special locations. Number one is, do you have the space? Oh no! Do you have the space to create something like this? Most likely, in or about, when I, when I did them, off of the master bedroom area, if you had a French doors or a slider that could go out into one of these areas, if you got the space, hey. And let's say you got a brand new home and you have nothing but dirt all the way around. So one of these spaces can be incorporated in from the get-go, and then as the landscape matures, you can personalize it more, either greenscape-wise or with other touches. 
Number two would be, do you have the budget? Now, like I just spoke to, if it's a brand new place and it's going to have to be landscaped anyway, maybe that can be worked into part of the budget. If this is going to be a renovation, then maybe you have to, you know, come up with the funds ahead of time and do some planning and some recon and make sure that you bring all the things that you're going to have in this space. Oh, no. Underground or whatever to get to it so that it, it works well for you. Although it's created just for you, can it serve with some modifications, others, or other functions? You know, for instance, if you have it uh, sequestered off from the rest of the yard with uh, wood fencing, can that wood fencing be built in such a way, like on hinges, where it can be opened up and there is a traffic flow or pathway that enters in there or can you just walk across the grass or whatever? You see what I mean? You can open it up and make it a multifunctional area, but its primary use is your retreat. Number four, is this created by your own hand or others or a combo? This will depend on your budget if you decide to go down this road. How handy are you? How handy can you learn to be? Are you one of those people like, like Coach here? that if you just show it to me one time, chances are I can, I can do it on my own. You know, just let me touch it, feel it, smell it, and listen, and I can generally pick it up. So where are you at on that? Number five, does an area like this fit your way of relaxing? Is this how you do it, or do you need to go down to the busy, sweaty gym? Everybody's different. And finally, number six, is the space quiet enough? I mentioned this earlier in the show. Is the space quiet enough, secluded enough, and protected elementally to be comfortable? You know, is it comfortable at least three, three seasons out of the year, if not four? All of these questions really need at least four out of six hard yes. Otherwise, the time and investment may not be worth it. On the other hand, many never consider the idea. They don't consider these ideas until it is posed to them. And I can't tell you how many times I will have drawn up designs and stuff and I've put in the, the secret garden, I used to call them. And they went, wow, mind blown. And they go, we never thought of that. What a great idea. And they take to it like a duck to water and cannot understand why they never thought of it themselves. Hey, you know, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. Now, if you think I totally forgot the hobbyists out there, ha, <laughs> I did not. Many of you find your biggest relaxations from hobbies such as woodworking or painting, pottery, soap making, music, knitting, fly tying, reading, and a, and a host of many, many others, I'm sure. For you guys, you hobbyists, your imagination is, is the only limit which will create an area customized around these hobby endeavors that bring you peace and regrounding. A combo of protected building, build out, coupled with greenscape around it, maybe some water, maybe some lighting, can be just perfect, can be perfect for you to be out there and maybe paint one of your tapestries or strum the guitar. Just don't make it loud electrical guitar and piss your neighbors off. Maybe they are created from plant-based surroundings. These secret gardens can be 100% percent 
you know, greenscape with a little bit of hardscape like flagstone patio or six by six posts for string up a hammock or anything like that. But mostly it's greenscape. A lot of people love the green secret garden while others will want to have kind of a combination of things. What about a personal space that accommodates more than one landscape element? Makes some interest. Maybe in a smaller space, you can get things in there that can be used at various times of the day, various times of the year. For instance, maybe a propane powered gas fire pit or a natural gas fire pit. One that will not only give you ambiance in the evening hours, year round, but also maybe something to curl up in a, in a big blanket and have a glass of wine and turn that thing on high and enjoy it in the wintertime too. Water features come in many, many fashions and you want something that is really low flow and low splash, something that just gives a little bit of ambiance and not necessarily trying to drown out conversation or drown out, you know, a busy boulevard that is a block away. You can try hot tubs. I think hot tubs are great. I have had a hot tub. I find that they're, uh, they have about a six month honeymoon uh, and then they kind of tapers off, but for many people, they use them all the time. Music, I think music used at a low setting or just loud enough to complement the water feature. Uh, you're starting to get into some really soothing, relaxing, meditating, maybe a yoga platform or deck. You know, there's lots of creativity you can bring into this. A seating area that's comfortable, something that you can lounge in for an hour easily and always be comfortable. You don't have to get up and stretch. Very, very important. And maybe some low voltage lighting for after the sun goes down on a warmer spring, fall, summer. And if you got some heated opportunities, even winter evenings. Lastly, consider the transition areas. Those areas from the family outdoor area to your area. Privacy is important. So if you're out there and you got uh, your mother-in-law living with you and this area is for you, you can go in there. And if you need to be in your birthday suit to take a nice warm bath, you don't have to worry about being spotted, you know, coming and going. It's also important to have some form of navigation to and from, basically a traffic flow from wherever you're getting out to it comes from. For instance, your slider on your master bedroom. For instance, from the family patio to your area, nice durable services that are safe to walk year round are very, very important. And then when planning these things out, the infrastructure, both underground and build outs, uh, make the area really work well and perform for years and years to come. So think it out before you just plop it in. Basic landscape design plays a big role in these personal areas, just like the rest of the landscape. You have to think about mature plant size since you're dealing with smaller intimate areas. You don't really need to put in big things to make it intimate. Uh, you don't want things that are going to overwhelm the space. Oh no! and you're gonna to have to, you know, shear and prune all the time to keep things in bounds. No, you, you just wanna make sure that you are aware of mature spacing size. Then remember you're changing sun and shade shadows that are gonna be affected by putting in fencing or putting in trees or privacy screens or any number of things, whether they be green or man-made. 
Then also consider rerouting if you have to, rerouting things like irrigation, electrical, gas lines if you're going to bring those out there, and the like must be thought out ahead of time. Also consider your building codes when creating outdoor living areas like this. Whether they are small or large, sometimes permits may be needed. That is if you are a rule-oriented, law-abiding person. I do not think of these landscape additions as luxuries anymore at all. Nowadays, almost a necessity. Not that stressors didn't exist for our forefathers. No, they did. It just seems, like I said earlier, it just seems the pace at which the stressors exist are much quicker and maybe longer lasting today because there's so many of them. Since I really cater to you guys who are do-it-yourselfers, I am not suggesting five and six figure renovations here. I'm really not. Although you can easily do that. Boy, you check out YouTube and some of the Google Pinterest images out there. <laughs> you, could, you could drop $100,000 in one of these things without even batting an eye. You really can, especially when you, you get off into big covered sauna, waterfalls, and fancy heaters and everything else, yeah, you can get you can get up there in a hurry. I'm thinking more along the lines of what a DIYer would do and the realistic budget to go with it. You guys know what you can afford and what you cannot afford. So I'll just let that be your guideline. But I'm not proposing, you know, the Taj Mahal here. Posing a Taj Mahal where money is no object, not that kind of endeavors. That's not what I'm thinking at all. But there you go. Another idea to ponder, especially this time of year, for maybe a project next year. It's just what I do here. I can give you those ideas and then turn you loose. Hey guys, check out my YouTube channel when you get a chance and the Wisdom app this weekend. I'll be back over there talking about this as always. Hey, if uh, Racing Ear, that was his handle, uh, is listening, Man, I hope you, hope you come back and visit. We can discuss some more stuff. It was great for you to call in. And if you tried to call in last week and I missed it, yeah, we're rescheduling some time on type of stuff so I can get to more people. And I apologize if I did not get to you. Don't give up on me. I really enjoy that Wisdom app as a safe interaction type of platform. People can remain anonymous but still get questions asked and answered. Yeah, kind of still getting used to the live part of it, though. That's... That's a little different. Hey guys, I will see you guys next week, every Friday and beyond. Don't forget to check out some of the other podcasts you would and see you over on the YouTube channel. As always, to your landscape success, you guys take care and be safe through this holiday weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.